You are listening to Move With Radiance with Stephanie Dankelson, a podcast all about redefining your relationship to exercise, food, and your body by learning how to first redefine the relationship with yourself. Are you ready to discover your inner truth, your inner radiance? Because we all deserve to feel at home in our bodies. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Move With Radiance. I'm your host, Stephanie, and thanks for being here this week. Ah, how you doing? (laughs) Things are a little crazy, yeah? Um, Actually, on top of everything that's sort of going on right now, this morning, uh, Salt Lake had a 5.7, is it 5.7 magnitude? Is that, is that the correct phrasing? I'm not sure. Um, earthquake. And I was just kind of sitting around yesterday thinking like, feels like life, it feels like I'm in this weird movie or something. Like life just doesn't feel real. Things just feel really like weird. People keep asking how I'm doing. And I'm like, you know, just weird. Just everything just feels weird. And so wherever you're at right now, if you're feeling weird, if you're feeling like you're trying to navigate this weird movie called life and (laughs) just in this place of like, I don't know, confusion or weirdness, like it's okay. And I hear you. And I did want to take some time to sort of address the elephant in the room of, you know, which is COVID-19, coronavirus, whichever you're we're using to refer to it. And just talk about how I've been sort of navigating it and some of the things I've been working on with my clients who are also working on navigating this and just how we can look at this whole situation, find some sort of peace or stillness amongst all of this chaos and just really help you with what to focus on during this time because it's weird. It's it's weird. And I think too, a lot of this brings up just so much for all of us individually you know, a wide range of emotions and different ways that we deal and process with all of this. And so I just wanted to talk about my process, what I've been turning to, and again, how I've been helping my clients through this and hopefully um, provide a little bit of safety or some sort of just takeaway and actionable things, words, (laughs) give you some sort of peace or at least some actionable items that you can sort of take away from this episode and apply to your life right now and hopefully just make things feel a little bit more normal during this craziness. So I just know I'm sending you a lot of love and um, just wanted to talk about it. So let's get started. (laughs) Um, my, one of my mentors says this a lot and it's something that I've really been keeping in mind throughout this whole thing. And it's, and this is also just helpful for when things get difficult in general. And it's like five years from now, when you are telling somebody about how you got through this period of your life, like, how do you want to tell the story? How do you want to explain like how you got through it and what you did and And essentially, like, how do you want to tell your story? 
And that's something that I've been really keeping in mind throughout all of this is like, how do I want to show up and how do I want to navigate all of this? Because, and this kind of, this segues perfectly into my first point, but there's so much in life, especially right now that we just cannot control. We just cannot control the things that are going on outside of us right now and what's going on in the world right now. There's so much uncertainty and um, just this like unknown happening right now. So how do you want to show up amongst all of this? And again, like the thing, the point that I make across a so many of my episodes and in so much of the work that I do is that we always have choice. Even when it doesn't feel like it, like right now, we may not have choice in a lot of the things. So many of us may be quarantined or have to work from home or have to complete our lives are completely flipped upside down and it can feel like there's no choice in the matter. And Again, and I'll get to this point later, none of this is to at all erase the feelings and the fear and the ups and downs that come with it all. Those are so valid and the like it's all valid, but we get to decide how we want to move forward and we get to decide what we do with all of this. And so Even when things feel uncertain, even when our external world feels so unknown, our next steps feel unknown, there's so much unknown in this moment, we get to decide to place that sense of certainty within ourselves, right? I did this for a very long time. And really, once my relationship with uncertainty shifted, this is when so much of my life shifted. This is when I was able to like play really big in my life. Because for so many years, my sense of certainty and safety was placed in my external environment. Um, I felt in control when I could plan every single next step, when I could manipulate my external world, when I could understand what my next move was and have everything mapped out. And when something shifted outside of me, I panicked and I got into this place where I was like, I need to control, I need to control. And so I would spend so much of my energy trying to manipulate my external world. And right now when that's really not possible in a lot of situations, we get to step back and place that sense of certainty within ourselves. Because again, it can feel like there is no certainty. There is no um, sense of like calmness within it within all of this happening right now, but I want to empower you to take that sense of control and place it within yourself because we can have certainty that we're going to figure it out, that no matter what is thrown my way, I'm going to find a solution to it, that I can put on my problem-solving hat and figure out how to move through to the other side. That sense of certainty and trust within ourselves is feels so much better than needing to like manipulate our external world. You can still have certainty even when things outside of us feel uncertain by placing that sense of certainty within yourself, by saying, I've got this, I can figure this out, I can take care of myself, I can, whatever that looks like for you, 
See what it would feel like to place that sense of certainty inside rather than outside. And really focus on that. I trust myself to figure it out. Even when things are really, really hard, even when I don't know what my next move is, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. Kind of moving into this next point. I think there's also a lot of mixed messages out there about how you should be feeling and what you should be doing. And um, there's almost like two sides of it, right? It's like, don't fear anything, but also there's this other side of like completely panicking and fearing everything. And I want to first start off by saying, again, however you're feeling right now, whatever is coming up for you right now is so valid. It's so valid. It's not about being fearless. It's not about, um, I guess, I mean, fear, I feel like is such a, the, or like anxiety, like those are the big emotions that come to mind and some of the, the things that I've felt. And it's like, you're so allowed to have that. You're so allowed to feel those things. We don't have to like brush it off and say, I'm never, it's fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Feel, feel what comes up for you. Cry, get angry, you know, feel into the anxiety, allow that stuff to be there, but don't ruminate on it. There's a really big difference when it comes to allowing ourselves to feel our emotions. Um, how do I explain this? <laughs> Pay attention to the thoughts that you are experiencing and what, what you're choosing to give power. When you're allowing yourself to feel your emotion, it's almost about detaching yourself from the thoughts and simply just leaning into the sensation that comes up for you in your body. Does that make sense? So the trouble that we can get into, especially when it comes to like fear or anxiety is by continuing to ruminate and focus on those thoughts. There's so much science around how anxiety is triggered within your body, how the fight or flight response is triggered in your body and the way that your amygdala and your fear center plays into that. And your brain, when like your brain sometimes has a hard time distinguishing between what's reality and what's just thought. And so if we're constantly ruminating on thoughts, that's not actually our reality, or we're choosing to, um, continuously go down that spiral of, of negative thought or the thoughts that kind of trigger that anxiety, we're going to continue to trigger the anxiety in our bodies, that feeling that we feel. And so there's sort of this process between, um, separating yourself from the thoughts and allowing yourself to feel the anxiety that's been triggered in your body and then choosing to like move on from there and focus on a positive thought that won't trigger that same fight or fight response in your body. Like you need to feel the emotion once that's triggered, but then you have to decide from that point to not continue to trigger that feeling in your body. Does that make sense? So when you're feeling that anxiety, when you're feeling that sensation in your body, take a second, separate yourself from the thoughts and start to ask yourself, okay, where am I feeling the anxiety in my body right now? What does that feel like? Can I turn that up a little bit? And I know that sounds weird, but 
the reason why like anxiety and those kinds of emotions, like the ones we tend to deem as negative, the reason why those emotions linger is because we don't allow them to fully process. And so they continue to come up when we're avoiding or pushing it down or, um, we're not allowing ourselves to fully feel it. And once we allow ourselves to fully feel it, they will pass. That's what our bodies were designed to do. We've just been told and conditioned that um, those emotions are bad and shouldn't be felt. And so that's the way that we've grown up and that's the way that we've started to learn, okay, I can't, that's bad. I don't need to feel that. I shouldn't feel that. And so then it gets stuck in our bodies until we allow ourselves the space for it to pass. And so this is what I mean by um, not focusing on the thoughts that are triggering the anxiety, but instead focusing on the sensation itself. And the way that we can do that is by asking questions about the sensation. What does it feel like? Where am I feeling it? What is it bringing up for me in my body? Can I just intensify that a little bit? Can I sit with it until it passes? And once that sensation fully passes, once we've given ourselves that space to cry or punch pillows or get angry or, you know, scream or just sit with that anxiety, once we've allowed ourselves that space to do it, then we have a choice in how we want to move forward and what thought we want to give power. So the feel, what you're feeling is not wrong. If that feeling is in your body, process it. It needs that space. We can't push it down. But then decide what thought you want to give power moving forward from there. That's where our choice comes into play. And it moves again into my next point, which is then, what are we choosing to do with our time? What are we doing that's continuously triggering that sense of anxiety or that sense of fear or that sense of anger, whatever that is, where are you choosing to spend your time? Are you absorbing 6,000 different news sources or scrolling through Facebook and looking at what everyone else is posting and all of these like there's so much just false news going on out there. So much, I guess, not even false, I don't, but like uh, unreliable sources coming out saying all of these things. And when we continuously focus on that, it's going to continuously trigger the emotions that, um, or the thoughts that keep us in this space that doesn't feel so good. So what are you choosing to do with your time? Where are you choosing to focus your energy? Maybe during this space, you give yourself a little bit of, of a break from news sources. Maybe you find one reliable news source that you check once a day to keep yourself informed, to make sure that you're prepared, but then eliminating all of the other stuff that's causing panic. Maybe that's cutting out people who are negative on social media and triggering um, some sort of, um, again, feeling that doesn't feel so good for you. Maybe that looks like adding in just more play and lightness into your day and giving yourself space to take care of yourself, to slow down. Where are you choosing to spend your time? We can easily change our state, right? So this is again, kind of what I've been talking about before. It's like, feel the emotion, allow yourself that space choose to move forward in a way that's going to better serve you and then 
figure like and kind of within that find activities or find things that bring you that lightness that bring you that sense of joy I'm actually going to start this <laughs> But um, I, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that dancing is one of my most favorite things in the whole world. And it's definitely one of those things that I turn to to process my whole spectrum of emotions. I can turn on a specific song to help me process and move through sadness, fear, joy, excitement, peace, um, even being more sensual and all that kind of stuff. Like dancing is such a beautiful way to get back into your body to process what's going on for you and also to change your state. So I want to start a um, dance challenge on Instagram. I have had some clients and just other people send me their dance videos and it makes me so happy. And I think it's such a beautiful way to evoke joy and lightness and play and that sense of ease into our day, especially with everything happening right now. So if you feel so called to share your dance videos and to post them or to just even message me telling me that you're dancing or what your favorite song is, like do that. I love hearing from you and also incorporate that play into your day. Know that you can change your state, put on a fun song, move your body, get out of your normal routine and, and connect with yourself again. Maybe that's coloring. Maybe that's even going for a walk. Maybe that's um, baking or like there's so many different things that we can do that bring joy and um, that still allow us to do, you know, our part in, in social distancing and all that kind of stuff. So what can you add into your day that evokes more joy and play and lightness and happiness and ease? We also get that choice. So what would that feel like? Make a list. Give yourself um, like a little, make yourself a little toolbox of, of activities that you can turn to. I've talked about this before um, where say, you know, you have, make a list of activities that range from five minutes to an hour. And depending on how much time you have, you can pick one of those things and easily change your state and easily move into a space of play and ease and joy. Give yourself space. Know that you have power in what you choose. Know that you have power in what you decide to do with your time, who you decide to interact with, the thoughts that you choose to um, give power. All of that is in your choice. Again, bring the certainty back to yourself. What do I want to choose? How do I want to feel? What do I want to give power What are you doing with your time? So important. And then finally, really, again, focusing on this sense of choice. Some of the um, best things that we can do right now is finding gratitude and stillness and, and like joy in the small things right now. Where can you focus your gratitude? Where can you focus um, just even some stillness, right? The world is being asked to slow down right now. How can you allow yourself to slow down, to just be with yourself, to give yourself that stillness, that space? Something I've been doing for re recently for a few weeks is when I make my morning cup of coffee, I just sit down in silence <laughs> and just allow myself to be with my thoughts. 
it's amazing like what happens when we just give ourselves space to think or when we give ourselves space to just be when we're not trying to consume and over distract ourselves or um, constantly go, 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 go. Allow yourself to slow down. Allow yourself to be present. What does that mean for you? Does that mean being completely absorbed in your phone or does that mean, you know, being present with your body and with your loved ones and with where you're at right now? Your time and your energy is so important and so precious. You get to decide what you do with that right now. You get to decide where you focus your energy. And it can be responsible, right? Like you can be informed and prepared during this time while still giving yourself that space, while still finding joy, while still deciding to be more optimistic about things or, you know, placing that sense of certainty that you're going to figure it out. It's going to be okay. We got this. I think sometimes there's this sense of guilt that there's so much going on in the world right now that it's it's bad for me to be happy or it's selfish for me to be happy or it's selfish for me to find lightness in, in something that is serious and scary. But it's okay and it's necessary and we need that right now. We're not only being asked to slow down, but we're also being asked to connect, to be there for each other, even if that means from afar. To have compassion for ourselves and for one another. I think too, it's really easy to, you know, either project blame or get upset with people who are hoarding all the toilet paper or, you know, whatever that looks like. But we also have to understand everyone's just doing the best that they can. Everyone's just trying to make it through this in the way that they know how. What would it feel like to just have a little bit more compassion for those around us and for ourselves? We're being asked to come together. We're being asked to connect. So what would that feel like? What would that feel like? We're all in this together. I'm here to support you in whatever way that I possibly can. We're all being flipped upside down right now. And there's just a lot of changes and a lot of unknown. But I just, again, want to give you that sense of empowerment that you get to decide what you do with all of this. And that there is, it is possible to find a sense of calm within the storm. But you have to decide that. You have to give yourself the space to process the things that are coming up and then empower yourself to choose how you want to move forward. Be there for each other. Be there for yourself. Find love. Find gratitude. Find play. And you can do all of that while being informed and prepared. I love you so much. I'm here. Hopefully I can be a space for that helps with all of this. Um, I'm opening up a few more spots in my one-on-one program. If, if you do want some extra support right now, um, I'll put all of the 
I'll put the application and the link to that in the show notes. Um, I do have my confident decision-making meditation series that you can also access in the show notes. Um, if you're again, looking for any type of support, the podcast hopefully is offering a place of support for you. Um, I'm going to be doing some stuff all on my Instagram that again, hopefully can offer a sense of like lightness and empowerment. And, um, I've, I've gotten some requests to create a free grounding meditation. And so I'm working on that as well. Just know that I'm here to support you in whatever way that I can. Um, please reach out if you just need someone to talk to, if you're working through anything, I'm here. Um, if you are interested in any of the things that I just discussed, again, you can either grab the links in the show notes or message me on Instagram and I will point you in the right direction. I believe right now the link in my bio also has uh, links to all of the things that I currently offer and the ways that you can um, be supported by me. Let's come together and let's take care of ourselves and one another. And again, we have to take care of ourselves first before we can take care of everyone else. So make sure you prioritize that. But then let's come together. Please let me know again if you have any questions. Um, So much love for you. And let me know if you have any specific requests for topics as we're moving through all of this for the podcast or for, I can do um, mini trainings on Instagram. I've been doing those. So let me know if there's things you want me to focus on or touch on. If you have questions about anything, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to help support you throughout all of this and everything with everything (laughs) I was going to say with this and then what's beyond this. (laughs) So, all right. We will see you next week and bye for now. Ah, thank you so much for listening and for being here week after week. If you found this episode helpful and you want to share it with your friends and fam, just take a screenshot of you listening to this episode and make sure you tag me in your stories so that I can come over and say hello. Thanks again. I appreciate you so much. And until next time, stay radiant.